Alright everybody, so I've had a lot of people reach out to me, giving me a lot of support for signing the People in Tech podcast, and I want to really first say thank you for supporting me, but this Anchor platform has been amazing and been changing my life, getting me connected with some people in this industry that I never thought I would actually get to not only have conversations with, but learn from. And I know some of you who are tuning in are asking, Caleb, how'd you start a podcast? You know, when I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people listen to? How do I make money from my podcast? Well, keep it simple. The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. And we Ridiculously easy to use. My very first episode I did for my iPhone 6 Plus. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors too. So you can get paid to do your own podcast. Hop on the Anchor platform so we can collaborate and build this community up. You know, one thing I love most about Anchor is that they're constantly being innovative, you know, allowing podcasts to leverage music, get sponsorship, get paid, and ultimately, be the best content creator you can be. So if you've always wanted to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Have you ever felt? Are you listening? Damn. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back to the People in Tech podcast. I'm your host, Caleb King, episode six, the blockchain dev. And like always, I am super excited for today's episode because we actually have a blockchain developer in the building. I'm talking about a person who's been in the tech industry for a very long time, worked at big companies like American Express, Ticketmaster. He's worked on some smaller companies. He's a phenomenal Java developer. He's great with JavaScript. He can really do it all. Uh, he actually has one of the most downloaded apps in the App Store. Uh, I'm talking about the man himself, guys. Kamal Hakim. DJ Side Hustle. What up, bro? How you feeling today? You feeling good? Yeah? All right, man. Well, hey, I'm happy you came in on I'm happy you came in to work on time because you know what you got to do right now. Switch it up. your a game and you are killing it today boy so again we appreciate you shout out to the passion hi-fi for helping us in the studio providing us awesome beats for not only for me to talk to but just to spice up the podcast a little bit guys and like i said before you know as you can see every episode is getting a little bit better the interviews are a little bit smoother the conversation flows a little bit nicer and I haven't dropped my mixtape yet, but you know your boy got bars. No, no, Yanko. DJ Side Hustle says he's not going to help me with the mixtape. Again, not even upset because we are here for the people. We are here for you. And Kamal, again, thank you for being in the studio today, man. But before we kick off today's episode, I have to do what I always do. I have to do announcements, and we have to do shout-outs. Um, now, Caleb, I'm a hater, and I know for a fact you don't have a long list of shout-outs. Like, it's never really long, so what's different today? Well, thank you, hater. Mr. Hater, like I like to call you. But 
for today's episode, you are right. We don't have the longest list of shout outs, but we still got people supporting the pod. So I got to give them a shout out. But before I do shout outs, again, two announcements and one is really a statement. But announcement number one, we have launched the website, guys. We are talking about www.peopleintech.us, an actual site where it's mobile responsive. Pull it up on your desktop and you can listen to the episodes in chronological order. And the reason I want to launch a website is this another platform to connect to our listeners, connect to our followers, and continue to expand this podcast to actually be the number one podcast, not only on Anchor, but in the technology section of all platforms. So please help me get there. And, you know, I'm here for you guys. You hopefully are here to listen to me and learn a little bit about tech. But yeah, that's our first big announcement. We finally have a site. And again, that is www.peopleintech.us. Now, last week I said with the launch of the site, we will be expanding to more platforms. And guys, I am a person, I am a man of my word. And if I say I'm going to launch to more platforms, we will launch to more platforms. So we are already on Apple Podcasts. We are already on Google Play Music. And now we are on Overcast, Pocket Cast, Stitcher. And I'm looking to add two or three more. But right now we're on five platforms and then we have the site. So this is episode six. We're on six platforms. Drake is my favorite rapper. He's all about the six. Six is a good number for the People in Tech podcast for today. Um, so those are all our really big announcements. Now let's get into shout outs. Now I know, hey, wait a minute. I know the haters. I know I know you're listening. And again, thank you for tuning in. We, we appreciate all the support. But I know you guys are thinking, Caleb, you never really have a very long list of shout outs but you always say it's a long list like the joke isn't even funny anymore and you know what you're right today i don't have a long list i actually have two people that come to mind uh shout out to my high school homie friend who came out here to see me uh my good and i'm talking about bringing it back guys my good friend arlene and she brought her boyfriend Toph. shout out to you guys shout out to Toph for just not only asking what i do and the second I mentioned the People in Tech podcast, he was like, yo, man, let me subscribe right now. I was like, word? So again, shout out to you guys, 805 in the building, and always respecting, always supporting, always listening, always just helping move the culture forward, and we appreciate that. Uh, shout out to my boy, Gianni, from back in SoCal. I know he, he hit me up, and he was like, Caleb, Dude, you launched a podcast. Like, I'm kind of impressed, man. And your jump shot and your ball handling and your defense. Like, you did a way better basketball player than me, man. But uh, real talk, how do you how do you start the podcast? How do you edit it? How do you launch it? And guys, look, again, I'm here for you. Um, there's no secret. Uh, I started launching a podcast when I found out about Anchor. Anchor is a mobile app, like I mentioned before, that you can download and start a podcast today. To do my editing, I just use GarageBand because I'm a MacBook person. And GarageBand is, GarageBand is free. And we are on the Side Hustle production. We are in the Don't Quit Your Day Job Studios. We are on a budget. So we ain't dropping money on Logic. We're not doing videos yet. So we don't have Final Cut Pro. But that's pretty much how I do the podcast. And like I said, every episode, we're getting a little bit better because I'm getting a little bit more comfortable doing editing. DJ Side Hustle is finding new beats. And it's my job to not only find the sponsors, which I'm pretty close to getting, but, you know, we have to continue to improve the podcast. Again, 2018, quarter one, this can be your year of action if you just take action. But those are the announcements. Those are the shout outs for everybody listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for their love. Appreciate the support. One statement, go see Black Panther. I'm going to see it two or three times. And the reason I'm pushing Black Panther, one, it's Marvel. Two, it's, about, it's in Africa. 
and every African movie has a stereotype of being this third world country where Marvel was like, no, we're going to make it like the coolest place in the world. You know, it has phenomenal actors and I'm calling it out now. Michael B. Jordan is going to kill his role like he always does. So, like I said, more of a statement, not an announcement, not a shout out, but go see Black Panther. Don't be buying out on bootleg. Go actively support the movie. So, I know you guys didn't hear, didn't come here to, to hear me talk. We're going to be talking to Kamal and we're going to be talking about blockchain. So, you know what? Let's get into it. What's up, Kamal? Thank you for joining us in the Don't Quit Your Day Job Studios. And, hey, man, before we kick off the interview, do you have anything to say to the people, anybody listening, any shout-outs you want to give? Uh, well, I just want to say, first of all, to Caleb, uh, you, I've been watching you and your tech career um, since you got out of ASU, and I'm very impressed. I'm glad you found a lane, and I'm glad that things are working out for you. Um, I see you doing a lot of things in the tech community, and I think it's great. Thanks, man. Really appreciate that. So, you are here yeah, today man. to talk about blockchain, and, you know, some of our listeners, we, we talked about blockchain in one of our episodes, I kind of did a top 10 Bitcoin, cryptocurrency type questions, but, um, you know, when I was talking to you, you were like, dude, I want to talk about blockchain on a podcast, and I was like, we have to get you on. So, you know, let's just start off with question one, yeah. you know, when did you first hear about blockchain? Okay, so... I'd say the first time I actually heard about blockchain was shortly after 2010. Um, at that time, I didn't really pay blockchain that much attention because there were a lot of new technologies coming out at the time. And I wasn't really concerned with blockchain per se. I was more concerned with um, the, the Bitcoins that you can make from using blockchain. Right. Um, I was, you know, on... Well, it was more of a research thing, but I was on like Silk Road and all those, you know, uh, different uh, deep web sites. And a lot of times the currency that they use is Bitcoin. Well, had to a little bit, a little bit, a little bit about coin, a little something about blockchain and how it worked. Although I didn't really pay much attention, didn't think it would become as, uh, as much of a focal point as it has become. I mean, a lot of people are paying attention to it now. It's it's created its own gravity in in the tech industry, and uh, yeah, I you know I didn't really I, I kind of slept on it initially. Um, my my interest peaked around 2016 when I figured out that it wasn't going anywhere, and then um, you know I really started to look into what I could do with it and how I can use it to do something. Back in 2010, I had an idea for a way to do micropayments for people who made websites. I was trying to find a way to monetize my websites without putting ads on them. So I came up with this idea to have a little way where someone could give you a little click, which I called it a dap. And basically, it's just a, it's, it was just a, a, a digital representation of, of currency and so many dApps made up so many dollars. And then, you know, people could trade those dApps in for it was kind of a way to um, allow content providers to get paid for the content that they made without having to put ads all over their site. That was the idea. Um, and uh, when I start looking at blockchain and start looking at the technology works. Uh, it got me back interested into my original idea that I came up with in 2010. So in 2016, I really started looking at blockchain and trying to find a way I could really make something out of it. So that's a short story. Long story short, I'd say 2016, but I, I was aware of it since 2010, but I kind of slept on it. Okay, that makes sense, man. And like, I think like most of us are pretty much in the same boat. Like, I, I think I was in college 2009 and... You know, I had a few friends say, like, yo, Bitcoin is a new thing. Get some Bitcoin. And, you know, we, no one was in that mentality yeah. unless you were, like, a pioneer in the industry. Like, but uh, but it was kind of cool that at least you heard about it. You were aware of it. And, you know, now it sounds like you're actually doing something with it. And I got some follow-up questions to go more into that. But my next question for you is, mm -hmm. you know, what excited you most when you heard about blockchain? 
how simple it is, you know. I've never seen a technology where it's so simple. I, I think the only technology that could compete in its simplicity is probably uh, Hadoop and uh, the way um, Hadoop stores data into a table. Um, it's just super simple and there's really nothing complicated about it i think that's what's that were really that's what really attracted to me also the uh the the acceptance of it it's been accepted there's been numerous books numerous articles it's not going anywhere so those things excite me about it okay hey those are all good things uh yeah i, I totally agree i think the fact that it is widely adopted you know the, the whole i feel like 2017 was all about cryptocurrency which made blockchain more relevant. So this, all that information is now out there for people to grasp and to continue to do really cool things with it. Now, I'm sure you've heard of and Web 3.0, right? Okay, so in, in order to understand Web 3.0, you have to understand Web 2.0. And Web 2.0 was, uh, on the surface, it was you know a lot of new features, a lot of new ways, a lot of new flat, uh, UI components, a lot of new ways to uh, 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 present data online without actually having to go onto a server and, and, and retrieve data over again. And on top of the, and underneath that, there was a lot of new technologies um, that allowed you to do different things um, uh, over the internet. And Web 3.0 kind of is the next level where it's new technologies that allow you to create other new technologies. So it's a platform of technologies that allow you to create new technologies. That's how I see it. Right. I totally agree. I, I feel like you have your extremists too. Like you have some people who think like blockchain will change everything moving forward. Then you have the people who are kind of conservative or like blockchain could be used to solve some <laughs> common issues. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that leads into um, my next question. Like you were saying, you know, there's a lot of research on your own. But, you know, what were some of your resources? Like, were there books? Were there a site? Um, anything mm -hmm. to learn more about blockchain you found very helpful? Yeah. Uh, Google, of course. Um, and not just, just not just Google. There's a way you can search Google to search for specific uh, site types. I like to stay with the EDU site types, the educational site types, because they have less fluff and less hype. It's more about the real uh, information, and you can find like the real white papers, real PDFs, and you can also uh, search on YouTube as well to find uh, good information about blockchain. But with with Google searches, I search for Google, but I don't just search Google. I search Google with the specific EDU site type. And I also search Google for specific file types like PDFs because that will allow you to get to the real white papers and stay above the the fluff, you know. And I don't even seen the fluff. You know, you have the little commercials, you know, the weird guy with the curly hair and the glasses talking about how great Bitcoin is going to be. You know, all that stuff is just, you know, all the classes you can sign up for to learn about Bitcoin and blockchain. A lot of those things are designed to collect money from people who... Um, are interested in it, but if you really want to just get the research in it, I suggest for your listeners to uh, focus on EDU sites that uh, have the best information on um, the blockchain technology. So you have Google, you have YouTube, of course. Another another thing that I use is uh, the Bitcoin dev mailing list, uh, and you can find that on uh, GitHub.com. Just GitHub.com/Bitcoin. Uh, and on there, if you sign up for the mailing list, uh, you'll get a lot of mail. But if you filter it right, you'll be able to stay on top of any new developments that are happening in the in the uh, Bitcoin and blockchain uh, arena. And you can also sign up to uh, do some work on the actual uh, repository. And that's where you can really get more information. Doing work on the repository, uh, I know one, a uh, couple of developers, you know, at the beginning of, the, at the turn of the year, uh, all of the copyright information has to be updated from 2017 to 2018. Uh, in order to do that, someone has to go in and actually update each individual file. Uh, so, uh, you know, a group of developers, they actually go in and do that. And what it does is at least it gets their name out there in the, in 
the development uh, sphere as someone who's actually working on on the uh, on the repository for for Bitcoin. So I would suggest doing that. Just try to find some little. There's so many little jobs in the clock that you do, you know, just to just to start learning about it, just getting your hands into the actual technology. Right. I, I, yeah, dude, those are all good. I didn't even know about some of that. I didn't know about the copyrights. Um, I didn't like. I I feel like some of us use Google, but yeah, we don't think about using Google and being more specific with our queries and our searches, right? You know, like you said, .edu, yeah. PDF. So that's all really good stuff, man. I'm happy to hear that. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, it's just from numerous hours. I mean, you've you know we've worked on code together. You know how it is. Try to find a new API that will do the specific thing you need to do, but you have to weed through. You know five or ten different APIs that are just set up just to just for fluff so you know becoming adept in, in searching is very uh, very valuable as a developer yeah it kind of reminds me of the joke where uh, I, I don't know I've been seeing a meme on uh, social media lately where it's like why do I have to pay a developer all this money if I can just google the answer and it was like, you don't <laughs> pay the person googling you pay the person to find out what like, thing to pull from google <laughs> right <laughs> right exactly all right um so you know you kind of touched on it a little bit in the beginning of the interview but you know there's blockchain there's artificial intelligence there's you know internet of things there's deep learning like there's so many different technologies that are booming like for example i know some people who got into ai in 2010 mm. are making nfl salaries now so you know out of all of those technologies you know Again, like, can I just kind of mm. emphasize again, like, why blockchain? Yep. Yep. It's a great question. Um, it's kind of a holistic thing for me. I do follow other tech as well, although blockchain holds a special limit because it has a great potential to change the world. Um, uh, not just with the payment system, but with uh, so many other things, like for instance, uh, voting. You know, the way the way the blockchain is uh, has evolved, we will be able to have fully authenticated, unique voting units that each individual person can have, and that cannot be duplicated, and that cannot be uh, manipulated. Um, so, you know, the next election, or probably next election, but then maybe the next major election after that, we would be able to use blockchain technology to fully verify every single vote. And it will allow us to prevent, uh, you know, voter manipulation. It will, it will allow us to do a whole lot of things, you know. Um, and not only that, I see that our government is actually... Uh, at a point where it might start actually fumbling the services. Like basic things that we all take for granted may end up just getting lost. And the government may just may not just may stop doing them. We could use the blockchain technology to actually start our own government services that are fully funded by the people and that are fully managed and maintained by by the blockchain. Um, so that that's what kind of gets me excited about it. It's this potential, and and you know the other technologies they can all play a part too. Like I like AI as far as a governing tool because when you're trying to make the right decision. Um, the best research is someone. The best researcher is someone who could go back to all the previous decisions, figure out all of the mistakes, and tell you, okay, these are the previous decisions, and these are the mistakes that happened, and these are the these are the things that worked well. AI is great at doing that kind of stuff. So, you know, I think it's it'll be a a collective effort of all the technologies that will allow us to make a better world or a better place. But I think blockchain holds a special place for me because uh, number one. Um, it's it's open and it's free and anyone can use it and also um in addition to that um it's simple it isn't it isn't it isn't something that uh is too complicated for the basic person to understand right and and transparent and i love that about it right and yeah i think you you touch on a good point where uh, I think some people look at these technologies like blockchain is separated from AI, which is separated from IoT or deep learning or whatever it is, right? And really, like, 
if you're a true tech person, you're going to be like, hey, if I could combine blockchain with IoT, like I've been hearing stories about using IoT and blockchain to improve, um, like, you know, if you're ever driving down the street and you see that light randomly flicker at night and you think it's you driving by it and you're like, why is that light going off randomly? Like they want to use blockchain mm-hmm. and IoT to kind of figure out like, oh, that bulb needs to be replaced. And using those t- technology, you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, also, going back to what you were saying, like, yeah. t- in terms of the government, like, for me, when I filed for my business, you know, I was actually listening to another podcast, and somebody was like, I want to use blockchain to help regulate, you know, people filing patents, trademarks, because th- th- I think the government gets, like, some ridiculous number of trademarks yeah. and patent and think of all the good and bad ideas people submit like there is literally somebody having to go through that and if you can use somebody something like blockchain yeah. to make that process easier that's just a benefit all across the board all right now come on before we go into half absolutely time, ibm is one of the companies yep you're right 100 percent. Okay. ibm is yeah ibm is doing the blockchain aws or amazon i mean they're doing like a blockchain initiative Microsoft, so like it's it's not leaving; it's coming to stay. So, yep. come on! Before we go into halftime, I have to ask you a question: Are you going to see Black Panther this week? <laughs> I think the the proper question would be: How many times am I going to see Black Panther? Yes. <laughs> That is what I'm talking. So on the People in Tech podcast, yes, I supporting this movie since day one. I haven't seen it. I'm going to see it Thursday before it gets released, and I'm going to see it probably two more times after that. Yeah, I've already bought my tickets. I'm going to see it Thursday with my kids, and I think I'm going to fly to New York to see it with my daughter. My daughter's at NYU. Uh, she's studying global studies at NYU. And her and her whole uh, uh, team is going to see it together. But I think I may make a special trip up there just to see it with her. Okay. Uh, well, that'd so, be cool. Yeah. So shout out it's, to your daughter. It's, 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 it's yeah. you know, one thing about, about Black Panther, I want to say, um, it's not just the fact that it's about Africa, although I love Africa. It's just, just the culmination of everything that I love into one thing. Right. It's got Africa in it. It's got technology in it. It's got comic books in it. It's got graphics in it. It's got Marvel in it. It's got. It's just almost like. Um, uh, it's like like it's like the dream. It's like the dream. It's like the the total dream of everything that you would want in a in a in a, in a movie. You know, it's a total experience. So yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, man, I'm excited. And the last thing I'll say before we go into halftime, I already told my girlfriend, I'm like, I don't know what we're doing for Halloween, but I will be in a Black Panther suit for Halloween, and I'll be rocking Black Panther throughout the year. Cause, yeah, same thing, man. I'm excited. I'm so excited. But all right, let the sponsors do what they do. Let Sharon talk to you a little bit, and then we'll be right back. And pause. What's up? It's your girl, Sharon. That is Sharon spelled with an S. The podcast is picking up momentum. We have launched our site. Caleb has a few interviews lined up for the month of February. We are getting closer to getting sponsors. Today, I am not going to say anything mean or rude. I am in a good mood today. You should be as well. Here is the tech fact of the week. Enjoy, you nerds. Well, thank you, Sharon, and I am happy to hear you're in a good mood, because last week, it seemed like the second you mentioned your ex, you know, things just got a little hectic, but I'm happy you said a better week for you, and the random tech fact of the week, did you know Alaska is the only state in America that can be typed on one row of a traditional English QWERTY keyboard? So... If you're on a computer right now, look at your keyboard, you can spell Alaska, and it's all in one row. That's pretty cool, right? Bet you didn't know that one. Shout out to Alaska. Shout out to all the listeners out there, up in the cold, but I heard it's beautiful. And that is the tech fact of the week. Thank you.
I heard Alaska was beautiful. I never really noticed you can spell the entire state on one row. That is a good find. If only I had hands, then I can put this to the test. I'll just have to take your word for it. Like always great stuff. How did you find this one out? Are you planning a trip to the cold? Oh, no, 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 no. Caleb does not do... Well, I visit the cold, so I can't say Alaska's out the picture, Sharon. But, again, can't reveal my sources. But, yeah, there was this one day I was just kind of testing my geography, and I was looking at the keyboard, and I'm like, I can type Alaska in one row. So, kind of just came off top of the dome. But, again, tech fact of the week. They'll get better. They'll get funnier. Sharon's in a good mood today, guys, so something's going on, but, you know, I'm just going to roll with it for today. Now, let's get back into the interview. Let's talk about blockchain. Yes, sir! Welcome back from halftime, and we got our guest today in the studios, Kamal. And again, Kamal, thank you for being here today. And, you know, we've been talking a little bit about blockchain. It's a pleasure. A little bit about different technologies, how you got into it, a little bit about your background. But, um, you know, you kind of highlighted it a little bit uh, in one of our previous questions. But, you know, why do you think this is a technology that can really change the world? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Um, absolutely. You know, it's the worldwide acceptance and the fact that uh, it's not controlled by one agency. That is the real reason why I think uh, blockchain technology is going to be big. It's already accepted. It's accepted in Europe. It's accepted in Africa and in, in India. Um, and uh, it isn't controlled by the UN or it isn't controlled by the US. It's something that's free. It's open source. You can fork your own version of the, of the, of the blockchain and you can start doing transactions on it. And I think that that is what really attracts me to it. I actually found a lane that no one else has really capitalized on yet. And I think that, um, that will continue to increase my uh, interest in it. Um, I have a alternate version of the blockchain. It, it works on the same principle as the original blockchain, except instead of crediting. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit how the blockchain works. I'm sure you probably already know, but for your listeners, this will give them a little bit of an idea. Yeah, sure. So... Um, the way the blockchain works is that uh, it's a basically a ledger of transactions. And what that means is a, a list of, uh, of uh, transactions, a list of, of occurrences that happen. Uh, this thing happened, that thing happened, this person uh, sent these many bitcoins to that person. All right. But what happens is that these transactions are actually encrypted and they're encrypted in a way where... Uh, it takes a while to actually uh, figure out uh, the algorithm that, it, that encrypts them. And there are numerous computers, which are called uh, uh, nodes, that actually work on encrypting uh, this data. And once a node has successfully encrypted the data, it receives uh, bitcoins. And then those bitcoins can be used to uh, uh, send money to other nodes or send money to other what are so-called wallets and uh every time that occurs another transaction has occurred on the on the ledger and another encryption uh algorithm occurs and and as that grows uh um the uh, goes okay so actually after studying that i've actual data the physical data the encrypted data that's that's actually the value and what i did is i came up with a way to uh create uncopyable unduplicatable uh, pieces of data that can then be traded as physical uh entities and so the idea that I came up with is called a uh, DAP chain. It's D-A-A-P-C-H-A-I-N. 
uh, DapChain. And, and there's more information on DapChain.com. And what it is is uh, a way to uh, trade digital authentication archive uh, uh, protocol objects. And these objects are basically pieces of uh, handshake data. For example, you know, whenever you visit a website, uh, and it's a secure HTTP website where it's uh, uh, you have a client, which is your browser, and you have a web server, which is, uh, let's say, Google.com, for example. Okay. You hit Google, Google.com. Google.com hits your, hits your browser and says, okay, who are you? Your browser says, I'm Caleb's browser. And, you're, and Google says, okay, I'm Google. Let's exchange keys and let's do a, a, a SSL handshake. Now, that SSL handshake is actually a fully verifiable handshake that occurs that can be verified with Google's certificate authority, right? Now, after that handshake's done, after you connect to that website, that handshake is logged and, and nothing else is done with it, right? So, uh, my idea for DapChain was to take those website handshakes of the top 10 uh, companies that are traded on the... Uh, New York Stock Exchange and actually collect that data, collect that data and then trade that data. And the collectors that actually collect that data, those guys actually work the same way the uh, nodes, uh, the nodes work in in, in, in a in the, in the blockchain. They instead of monitoring uh, instead of monitoring ledger transactions, they monitor website handshakes, and then they collect those web website handshakes into what's called a DAP. And a DAP is actually a physical representation of uh, handshake data. And every DAP co contains a collection of handshake data. And the systems that actually collect this data are credited with ownership of that data, and then they can trade pieces or percentages of that data to other people. And that's the inherent value of, of uh, this system that I'm currently working on creating. And that is one of the things that is driving my uh, interest in, in blockchain, the fact that I'm able to take this technology, fork it, create a whole new um, technology on top of it, and then and then present that as a as as its own technology. Um, and that's that's the true value of uh, blockchain. Okay, so let's um let's back up just a little bit because you you definitely cover cover some really good stuff there. So, <laughs> yeah, I know that was that was a lot, <laughs> and it's all good. Like like I said, we just try to keep it a conversation on the pod. But um, so like a few questions I have then, and a few, I'm sure some of our listeners. So just to clarify again, so really a blockchain is a ledger. You know, every transaction, like like you were saying before, whether it's cryptocurrency or if you even think of a transaction like me giving you twenty dollars in person, like in real life, there's no transaction like if i give you a 20 dollar bill you have the 20 dollar bill but you can easily say you caleb didn't give me a 20 dollar bill but blockchain that that is it's documented it's transacted yep. and you can't change it so we got that we understand that now um so i guess my question is you know you're talking about dab chain you talk about forking off existing projects so what is let's say for example somebody's a newbie or they're they're new to blockchain. They understand the concept of blockchain, but they don't know where to start to get started with blockchain development. You know, what advice can you give to our <clears> listeners? <throat> like, was there a site where, you know, is, is it kind of like blockchain, blockchain as a service where I'm be like, oh, I just got to go to the site. They give me a blockchain. I plug this into my app and I have blockchain. Or is it more complicated? Like, no, you got to reinvent the wheel to some degree. Can you just kind of elaborate on that? Yep. Yep. The best place to start is the uh, GitHub site where you can find the uh, Bitcoin repository. The Bitcoin repository has a uh, Bitcoin developers mailing list. The Bitcoin developers mailing list is the first place you want to start. Okay. The Bitcoin developers mailing list will send you mail um, and you can read through various projects that... Uh, Bitcoin blockchain developers are working on, see where you fit in, see if there's something that you can contribute to, and yeah, just start contributing. Um, you know, um, you sign in to, to the Bitcoin um, 
repository. Uh, you sign up to complete a task. It could be a simple task like like the copyright dates we were talking about previously. Uh, once you complete the task, you create what's called a pull request. Um, that pull request is actually sent out to the other Bitcoin blockchain developers and they take a look at your um, your uh, commits. And if it passes, you know, you're, you're, you're added to the, to the repository. I mean, it's just that simple. Um, and as you contribute to the uh, blockchain development uh, repository, you become your level in the uh, Bitcoin blockchain arena increases. Um, that's one way. Another way is to actually fork the uh, Bitcoin repository, which is what I was talking about previously. And this is this is how a lot of other things got started. Like, for instance, uh, you heard of uh, Bitcoin Cash. Bitcoin Cash is a fork on the Bitcoin repository. And basically, a fork is basically a copy of the current repository. It's at its current state, but it gives you the freedom to take that repository to a, a, a whole new level. You can create your own version of the of the uh, blockchain uh, application, um, and then you can do something um, unique with it or something creative with it. And it's all open source. It's all uh, available to do it to anyone and and now and now is the time if you really wanted to get into it that's what you would want to do start with the bitcoin dev uh mailing list on github subscribe to bitcoin youtube channels and also uh there's websites like uh udemy and websites like uh khan academy that will also give you some information on on, on how to uh you know just get get your Let's get started. Right? So to speak. Just get a little bit of information about how to get started. Yeah. Totally. And, and you know, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know about a lot of those things. I think most of our listeners don't either. Now, this is kind of recap here. So really what you're suggesting, if you are interested in getting to blockchain development, you know, start with the first gen technology of blockchain, Bitcoin, go mm -hmm. to the GitHub repo. Check it out and see what's going on. See how you can contribute. Um, if you get to a point, you can go ahead and fork it. Now, you you kind of talked about the uh, the different altcoins or alternative coins. You know, Bitcoin Cash or Bitcoin Gold or Bitcoin mm -hmm. Platinum. Like there's like the list goes on and on. Like I'm sure you heard like 2017 to me. Like I'm a huge Litecoin fan, mainly because. Yep. You know, Charlie Lee is a person that I can actually follow on Twitter, whereas Satoshi Nakamoto, I, we don't know if it's a person or a group. So, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like a myth, right? It's a mystery. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, you know, so I'm a huge fan of Litecoin. You know, I think Ripple doing some really cool things. Uh, but I guess my question to you, because you kind of talked on it a little bit, you know, how do you feel about these other, you know, blockchain yeah. technologies evolving? Like, how, like, do you feel like, so many people to try and get into it to you know make a quick buck and drive to lambo next week or do you feel like some of these are actually changing the world sure there are a couple you know opportunists out there um I, it's you know i kind of i kind of like diversity i think that diversity is good whether it's whether they're they're just trying to make a quick buck or they're in it for the long run you know time will tell but i think that diversity is good because for example, I did have I bought I bought in the Litecoin as well. I bought a bunch of Litecoin. I, I cashed in my bitcoins. I bought a bunch of Litecoin because I I saw a uh, for after Bitcoin took off, there was a there was a real uh, you could you could actually chart the relationship between Litecoin and Bitcoin, and I was able to predict almost to the day if i saw bitcoin go up i knew litecoin was going to go up right mm -hmm. it was it was it was almost like five litecoin five litecoins times 10 equaled the bitcoin one bitcoin that was a formula that i came up with and for several weeks that formula was was successful and then then something happened where bitcoin dropped and then litecoin dropped and then uh bitcoin cash went up and then uh ethereum went up and then the, the formula broke but what what i found is that there is a relationship between uh litecoin 
Ethereum and Bitcoin. So Bitcoin is like the OG, and then Litecoin and Ethereum are like the little brothers. But what, from a technology standpoint, they're all um, Bitcoin Cash. I know for 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 sure is a is a fork on Bitcoin. So right. so, so they all have a similar um, cadence as as Bitcoin. Um, you know, and and new developments are, will keep happening. You know, we may not. Uh, it kind of reminds me of what happened with VHS and Betamax back in the day. I'm, I'm kind of dating myself, but <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, you know, you had two VCRs in your house. You had a you had a Betamax VCR and you had a, a VHS uh, a VCR. And Betamax was actually better than than VHS. The tapes didn't tapes that come apart uh as 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 easily and uh, and the movies were a bit clearer but what happened is uh the creators of vhs they open sourced their uh blueprint of how to make a vhs vcr okay and once they did that everybody started making vcrs and right. then it totally, the, you know, the market blew Betamax out of the out of the market. So I kind of see something similar happening here. I think the person the the person who comes up with the easiest way to have the layman take part in this blockchain thing is the one who's going to win. And you know, so the market's still evolving. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? But I think diversity is good. I don't really get involved past say uh, Ripple. Anything below Ripple, I'm kind of like, yeah, with a side eye. You're not a um, crypto broker at that point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I don't really. Uh, yeah, it's like, come on, you know. But you know, who knows? Who knows? You know, one of those penny uh, technologies might actually take off. Who knows? Uh, I'm kind of looking at mine long term. I, I, I want to use my uh, technology. Not really. I mean, I do want to have a payment system, but I, but I, I want an anti-corruption system. Like, we, like you were talking about earlier. Like, you know how you, you give me twenty dollars for something, and I could easily say I didn't give you twenty dollars. Right. I don't know where you can say you can follow a transaction all the way to. The resource like if, let's say i bought a pencil i want to be able to say okay i bought this pencil and the company i bought it from bought it from this pencil manufacturer this pencil manufacturer bought their wood from this lumber company you know this uh lumber company got their gas from this oil company you know what i'm saying if we if we were able to fully track a full transaction we could be able to set up a system where when you pay your taxes you can specify where every penny of your taxes go you can say well i don't want my to go to the military i want my taxes to go to to roads and and every every contribution that you make from caleb to your taxes you can you can you know see on a chart that i paid ten thousand dollars this year in taxes and and i my taxes actually built you know this new road over here in in, in buckeye you know what i'm saying it's yep. like that you i want to be able to have that kind of visibility with my my with my chain and so that's what i'm looking at not really the money but more just what i can do socially to to drive change and to affect the culture yeah and you know what the uh, i think that's a great point to end on because I, I think a lot of people think cryptocurrency and blockchain are one and the same but you know cryptocurrency is built on top of blockchain but we are just now figuring out that you can do a lot with blockchain and you kind of highlighted a little bit you know whether it's you know the voting you know no yep. more corruption you know like i've even heard crazy stories like there's that one cto who was a he's a cto and he claimed that he graduated from mit or whatever and then when they actually looked at his records they're like no you never graduated and you know like blockchain would solve that problem you're like well let's actually track yep. back to when it actually happened so again yep. man all really really good stuff uh before we yep, end, you, it's all visual yep yeah before we end the episode you know you want like where can people find you if they got more questions like you know the twitter the email like what's just shout out your contacts yeah uh, so my professional email is uh kamal k-a-m-a-l dot hakeem at n-i-s-r dot com um 
and uh, you can just send me an email there. I'm also on GitHub at Overdose, uh, O-V-R-D-O-S. You can take a look at my GitHub repo. I have a few websites that I've made. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, Kamal Hakim, capital H. So it's just Kamal Hakim, capital H on Twitter. So that that's it. All right. And also check out my uh, dapchain.com. Uh, my white paper is on dapchain.com. And I'll, I'll, I'll leave you guys with that. If you can take a look at the white paper that we're working on. It's D-A-A-P-C-H-A-I-N.com. Dapchain.com. Perfect. All right. Well, hey, man, again, thank you for being in the Don't Quit Your Day Job Studios. I was going to big you up and say, uh, keep doing your thing, Caleb. Uh, this is great. I think that um, this is a great platform. And I think that it provides a way for you to bridge the gap between people who want to know more and people who actually know more. And I say, keep going. Hey, man. Well, I really appreciate that, Kamal. Uh, and, you know, shout out to you, man. Thanks for being on the podcast. You know, we here in the studio wish you all the luck uh, with Dap Chain. We hope it blows up. If it ICOs, you know, to hit up first, man. But, yeah, I, you know, I really enjoy doing this podcast. I do it for fun, you know. Everybody in the studio, we're not getting paid. You know, we are here for you. That is the motto. That is the slogan. And somebody actually asked me, what's the audience? Who's your audience? And it's real simple. It's people who are in the tech for in the tech field, people who are interested in the tech field, or people who are just interested in the topic we are covering for that episode. I got a few people who weren't techies talking about Bitcoin and want to know more about it. And maybe a few people talk about working from home. And you know, now we got a blockchain episode. So again, shout out to you, Kamal. Thank you for being on the podcast today. And yeah, man, like I said, hopefully more interviews down the line. You know, February is looking like a good month. You know, and then we got a few interviews lined up for March. Thank you again for all our listeners. And you know how I like to end the show. We are out. Her Peace. Peace.